May the God of hope fill you all with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Those inspiring words of Paul that were in our first reading today seem to be very appropriate for this Advent season because that note of hope runs all the way through it. When Advent calendars began in Germany in the mid-19th century, the basic idea was to build that sense of hope and anticipation, opening a little door every day, counting down the numbers until Christmas Day itself. It was a way of building suspense and increasing expectation. And Advent is ultimately about our profound need for two things, justice and hope. And if we can maintain that sense of hope, what a difference it makes to this whole season. Sadly, running parallel with this feeling of anticipation and hope are very often increasing levels of stress. Indeed, at the Business House Council the other week, we heard of the Samaritans and the increasing calls they get through stress-related requests for prayer. So anything we can do to, as it were, maximize the hope and keep the stress under control can make this whole season far more enriching and rewarding. And so to help our thinking through these exciting days, I've got a little acrostic based on the word stress. And the first one on here is letter S is for sing. Bring song and music into this great season. You know, there are so many carol services being held now, and I think there's nothing to compare with a church full of people gladly singing those much-loved carols. And the sheer volume and joy is really something that we never tire of. And as we sing those great carols and look carefully at some of the words and the sound theology there, it can really help to lift our spirits. It's not only singing carols, but listening to good music. How fortunate we are here to have such a marvelous choir and the way in which they sing in our times of worship. When this service is over, I'm going to the Albert Hall and they're gonna have music of John Rutter. And all of these things, I feel, warm the heart as the Old Testament says, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. And so that element of song and music can help maintain that sense of hope and anticipation as we look forward to the great day. S for song, T, think positively about this season. Paul in Philippians says these words, Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, 
think about such things. And when you think of the power in the Advent and Christmas story, how good it is to constantly remind ourselves of that aspect of this season. Sir John Templeton, who was a great Christian man and a very generous man, once wrote these words. In this Advent season, there can be a time of thanksgiving, and thanksgiving opened the doors to spiritual growth. If there is any day in our life which is not a thanksgiving day, then we are not fully alive. Counting our blessings attracts blessings. Counting our blessings each morning can start a day full of blessings. Thanksgiving brings God's bounty. From gratitude comes riches. From complaints, poverty. Thankfulness opens the door to happiness. Thanksgiving causes giving. So let's sing in this season. Think positively and are Take time to rest. You know, it can be such a tiring season physically and emotionally. I've just finished reading the biography of John Stott, who had a very fruitful ministry in All Souls Langham Place. And he found when he was, uh, one of the ways to cope with physical tiredness was what he called his time of HHH. And I thought, what in the world does that mean? And apparently it means a horizontal half hour, a time of rest in the middle of a busy day to recharge ourselves physically. But even more, we need to recharge ourselves spiritually and emotionally. Now, maybe to put shopping to one side, even if it's just for 20 minutes or half an hour, and maybe come into a beautiful church such as this one and look at the crib and to just simply think and meditate on the sheer beauty and simplicity of the nativity story. And I'm sure we would go out feeling more rested and renewed as we think of that beautiful time and what it can mean for our lives. So to minimize stress and to really maximize hope, let us sing, think positively, rest. And for E, exercise our faith. To really dig deep into some parts of the Christmas message and indeed the second advent. And to really reflect on what it means. In our gospel reading today, we had that reading, some of the signs of the end of the age, and it's a massive topic. I remember once going round to print work in America, and uh, he was explaining all about the mechanics of the place, and somebody shouted out, where's the second coming print? And I said, what on earth is that? And he said, it's a code for the largest size print in the whole place. Because let's face it, that would be the biggest story of all time. But I don't know, sometimes when you think about that, it can be quite daunting. But if we set a bit of time to think what it means, C.S. Lewis, 
helped me in one of his articles when he said three things about the second advent. One, the scripture says it will happen. Two, we don't know when it will happen. Three, the main thing is to be ready for whenever that time comes. And now we come to this S. Seek to do good in this season, be it on an individual basis, through charity giving, but the whole thing of reaching out and expressing love can renew our spirits and bring hope and joy to other people. There's a lot of thought at the moment about South Africa. And I can remember once when Desmond Tutu came to London, I had the privilege of interviewing him for a brief time. And I can remember him saying to some of his age, oh, you can leave us, we'll just be talking here for the next few moments. And it's the only time when I've interviewed somebody when it started with a prayer for me, that the interview will be rewarding and that together we can make a good job of it. And in that encounter, he said something I've never forgotten. He said, do you know what the world today is really hungry for? It's for really good people. People who are not self-centered, but are giving outwards, bringing hope and joy to others. And he said it can bring a new life to all of us, put a spring in our step and make joy in living. And he was certainly a good example of that way and that lifestyle. Finally, S, survive. In this Advent season, if we can survive, we need to be able to hold on to our hope that even though this world is seldom just, one day, even if it's beyond our lifetime, justice will come. Without that hope, patience can be a waste of time. With it, even in our darkest moments, life can become bearable, even joyful. Advent calendars teach us to wait patiently. Advent Sundays teach us to hope expectantly, believing that God will one day make all things good. And so the little meditation today is simply this. Let's lift our spirits and hope in this time and minimize stress as we sing, think positively, rest and renew, exercise our faith, seek to do good and survive. And may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace that you may trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.